Three, three two, two, one. one. <laughs> Why there we go? We're not, we're not counting. Three, two, one. We're going three. Well, I was waiting for everyone else to do. <laughs> We'll be, Alrighty. we'll be synced up. We'll be It's fine. We'll be synced yeah. up. Hello, everyone. No, I agree, Xander. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I've got a really good idea. I've got a really good idea for this open, guys. Are you ready? You're not ready for this, right? Oh, he's going to get his legs out. The best cold opens are the ones that are manufactured. Ah! I just screamed. <laughs> wow. Well... Welcome to the film. Welcome podcast. to the filming and podcast. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> I'm your resident screamer. It's Mr. Zander Langwiston, uh, the host of the Scream Fest, and uh, with me, as always, is my wonderful bunch of friends. It is directly above me. It's Mr. Hamish Beaton. I'm actually Joe's actually above you for me, oh, but hello, <laughs> um, it's it's me, and to my direct left. But I assume the way it's lined up is weird. But I'm gonna say left. To my left is my amazing friend, Mr. Joseph Cook. Haha, it is me, the not-so-squeamish screamer. Well, uh, this week, if you can't tell, we're going to be talking about Halloween. No, we're going to be talking about the new Scream movie that came out, Scream 6 or VI. Um, I felt the canned laughter with that one. (laughs) Please add some canned laughter in. Can you add some canned laughter (laughs) to that? (laughs) 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 Um... Yeah, so be, but before what that... What canned laughter are you listening <laughs> <Yeah>. to? <laughs> it's, it's just goofy. It's just goofy stuff laughing. Um, we're going to be doing a little moan first. So, uh, Hamish, Joe, tell me moan. Either of you got something to moan about today? Oh, right. What's riled okay. you up in the past week? What, ha- what has rustled my jimmies? <laughs> um... I quit my job. Oh, that was a fun one. What? Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. So, so at this unnamed company, please don't sue us. Um, this unnamed company that I worked at, um, our employers started placing cameras in our where we take breaks. Oh no. Um, and whilst and I actually looked into this, it is legal. What? And that's really annoyed me. It's legal. Employers can do that so long as in the contract they specifically state. That, that they are videotaping you, and for valid reason. However, um, I never signed a contract, and it was never listed in any contract, nor were staff informed about this. Um, and our employers began, you know, uh, anything we'd do at work, we, we have a group chat, so they'd give us like a list of jobs our customers weren't in, and... They began checking the cameras remotely, even when they weren't in. And, like, saying, you're not doing good enough. You're not doing this good enough. Go do it again. Um, so, so um, myself and four other employees have walked. Oh, my God. Um, we, we've all walked. Um, my manager, God bless her, best person on the planet... Um, but the owners are the ones that were the issue, and they have they they have not addressed anyone's resignations, not even like a thank you for like being here, just blank. God damn, man. Um, Jesus. Meanwhile, bless my manager's heart. She's been saying, you know, thank you so much for your time. You know, 
I really hope that we like meet each other again, stay in touch. Owners, not a single word. In fact, they messaged one of my ex-co-workers asking for them to come in. Um, to which they said, I don't work here anymore. And they said, oh, ha, sorry, funny. We we have, it must have been a mistake. We have someone new who's like working the job called that. I'm still in the work group chat. There's no one. Oh my God. <laughs> There's no one by that name. Oh my God. Uh, so it's just a mess. It's just a mess yeah, uh, the, we're, this we're, nondescript yeah. location where Hamish used to work. This nondescript location. Yes. Yeah. In Greenland. Oh, it feels weird to say I used to work there. In Greenland. It feels in... like they could make a, a horror movie franchise about what they do at that nondescript location. It does. It does. And uh, moving swiftly <laughs> on. <laughs> Hamish worked at Wix. Uh, you can get sauce. Now. Um, um, I worked at Wix and actually they made a horror movie called Unfriended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That sucks, right. though, dude. I'm sorry. That that's that's really sucks. Uh, it's, you know what? It it really riled me up. But like, I'm I I feel like so much catharsis yeah. now. You're your own man like, now, dude. You like, dude? Screw that place, yeah, bro. Screw that place. They don't deserve you. Well, I, I would say if you need a job, let me know and I can help you out. But Th- this I is can't. our job now, isn't it? The Film Me In podcast. This is our job now. <laughs> you had me- you had job. me for a second, Zander. You had me. I was like excited. I was like, yeah, no, you, a remote job. I love no, that. You live like so far away from me. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm sure you'll find something else soon, bro. That that sucks, though. I'll find something. Um, can, that sounded can, really fucking morbid. I'll find something. I, I'm good. Can I can I'm I living. lift the mood with my moan? <laughs> I've heard that before. Okay. <laughs> no, you no, haven't. You haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had a thought earlier, right? I, I didn't realize Ooh, this would careful. be my moan until about, <laughs> until about half an hour ago. And of you guys, I'm sure you guys have heard of a TV show from when we were kids called Bear in the Big Blue House. Yes. 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 Right? No. Yes, I remember this. Okay, Joe, it's a banger show. It was on the Disney Channel from like 97 up until 2006. There were four seasons of it. And it was... Gargantuan, like, ginger bear. Oh, is it the one that goes... Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh, I've seen clips of it. It is the most wholesome show you could ever imagine as a child. You're about to say that, like, someone has, like, Rule 34 this. No, 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 no. <laughs> my, my moan is the fact that I, I, I came across this. My dad found it on Disney Plus and was like, let's watch an episode. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And it was, it was like, we watched the first episode. And it was just, like, really wholesome. It's just really good kids TV. But and it made me think like like the the songs are so iconic like the opening song is like welcome to my house welcome to the big house and then like copyright strike you can't see it like this is bad podcast etiquette I'm sorry but like he's wiggling his head about and then the final song with the moon is so iconic like goodbye goodbye good friends goodbye okay anyway but my moan is the fact that like. Why have Disney not done anything with this in 15 years? I mean... It last aired on in 2006. That was the last episode that came out in 2006. 
And it's been now, what are we on, 2023? 17 years. They've done nothing with this property. Like, surely this is like a goldmine waiting to happen of kids who have like, one, grown up with nostalgia, and two, like now have kids that can show this really wholesome show to. I don't know why Disney haven't even done like... Uh, uh. An animated show of this, or even or like brought it back properly with all the puppets. So, Disney was behind Blue's Clues, right? No, that's Paramount. Okay, Paramount have done something recently like this. They have. Um, so Blue's Clues had its original guy who helped Blue find his clues, um, like step back because he was getting too old. Yeah, and they brought in a new guy, but they did a Blue's Clues movie. It was like Spider-Man: right? No Way Home for Blue's Clues. I know, but like every like Twitter exploded with like people like crying and saluting <laughs> to like the original guy from Blue's Clues. Yeah, take it like trying to find Blue, and it was like I, I'm not gonna lie. I watched a clip of it. I I went back to it. Yeah, because the, that's what these things do. These revivals. Yeah, I I, I think. I think Bear in the Big Blue House has that potential. But I think the issue is, is like, it's just, I think it might be too deeply buried. I I think there's a lot of money left on the table here and a lot of children's TV that I think should be, you know, kids deserve good TV like this, like good wholesome TV for them to grow up on. And I think without things like Bear in the Big Blue House... They're kind of just stuck watching Paw Patrol all the time. And it's like, that's not quite the same. Uh, I mean... So, I, I just think there's there's a market for good children's television. and There, there is. Gravity Falls. No, oh, but like... Gravity so Falls. I, I feel like that's a little too... This is aimed at, like, very young kids. This is aimed at people, like, under I'm the age of gonna five. I'm going to be honest. I don't think people really... Okay, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But I'm going to play devil's advocate and say that I have never... As a child, I don't think anyone has ever given a shit about the production quality of Iggle Piggle in in the night. No, it just teaches you... (laughs) It just teaches you good lessons. And it's not just, like, loud slosh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they put thought and care into these episodes. I just... I don't know. Maybe I'm just too nostalgic, but whatever. You're too wholesome, Xander. Yeah, man, I just... No, he is not. You're too happy. Stop it. I am sat here in my underpants. I guess (laughs) I'm not not that wholesome. Uh, No, it's a nice... Um... It's nice. It's nice. Not the pants. How does rock bottom feel? (laughs) (laughs) Just just drink a cold pot noodle. Um... Well, that, that's my moan. Disney, do something with Bear in the Big Blue House. Please, pretty please. Joe, you got anything to moan about? Um, yes. Now, I've, I've kind of got a main moan, but I've kind of got a jokey moan as well. I don't know which one to go Ooh. with. Hit us with both, why not? Hit, uh, hit us so, with a good old moan. The weather. The, the weather. The weather. The weather. The weather. weather. No, it's no, the, no. It's the worst kind of weather at the moment. Do you know what that is? Cold. Gale weathers. Oh, I love it. So bit. bad. Love, oh, I love oh, it. oh my god, Joe. I've done something Joe. here. I've done something Joe, here. You've, what you've done is do this in the wrong order. You should have put this last, done your other one first, because that would have been a wonderful segue into talking about Gale weathers from Scream. But 
<laughs> You've just made a really bad pun. <laughs> and now we've got to talk about the Oscars. Oh, so... <laughs> I thought you were talking about Gale. Oh, wait, hold on. I thought he was talking about Gale Force Winds and, like, you know, rain and <laughs> oh, stuff. And I was like, I was like, I love a good bit of, like, I, I love a bit of, like, rain and miserableness. Oh. I love that. I'm from Ireland. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Joe. Should I get onto my main moan? <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Bro. Um. So you spoke about TV. I'm gonna talk about TV. Oh. Um. Ooh. TV. Um. So I love Star Wars and The Mandalorian and Bad Batch run at the moment. Both pretty good. I think Bad Batch is doing better at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um. But please, both of these episodes suffered from this. Brighten up your episodes. I can't see what's going on. It is so dark. Night scenes and like cave scenes, they don't need to be so dark. I mean, they're kind of taking place at night and in a cave. I know, but like if you look at films of the past or TV shows of the past, like night scenes aren't always so dark. You have like bright blues or. Yeah, you know, or, I was dark. about to say the Two Towers, the Battle of the Helm's Deep mostly takes place in the you dark. You can see most of that, yeah. And you can see everything because it's all lit in this blue colour. Like, Marvel is um, guilty of this as well. Like, there's a scene in Wakanda Forever um, when um, Angela Bassett's character and Shuri are talking next to the, the river. And you can't see a thing. There, there are some elephants in the background, apparently. They're very hard to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, m- my moan is... Uh, it's colour grading. <laughs> the, the most interesting moan. Let's go. Yes. I think in comparison, all you the, uh, VFX the artists better. out there, up your fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> our, our voice on this podcast has an impact. Yes, Marvel will change their ways. No, they won't. Never. never. No, they won't. No, they won't. They won't. Actually, no. Oh, they're changing the production quality. Hopefully. Not because of us, though. <laughs> yeah, not, no. No, they're slowing. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I miss one episode about Marvel on the podcast. <laughs> I miss one, and suddenly my voice is invalid. No, 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 no. I mean, like, all of us, not from any of us. No, I'm just taking this out on Xander. Give me a second. Uh, fuck <laughs> you, <for> Xander. <laughs> what? What? what are you saying fuck me for? Yeah, screw you, Xander. <laughs> yeah, Xander. My God, invalidating my voice. Shocking. Joe, Joe, do your pun again. Oh, are we, are we doing it the other way around? Jo- do the pun again, Joe. I'll do, I'll, I'll do the <laughs> Joe what's so, your least favourite kind of weather you, you know, my my least favourite kind of weather is Gale Weathers oh my god what a great oh joke. I get it He's and that's a great segue <laughs> because we're going to talk about Scream oh my word Joe oh, you're a wow. fucking genius bro oh my oh, god I didn't even know we were talking about Scream this episode wow. but somehow I've linked, oh. linked it that's a real knee slapper Oh that yeah, is that is an a epic hum- moment. A humdinger, Joe. <laughs> the zinger. <laughs> oh god, you ruined it. You made it cringe. Right, I know, um, I young Sheldon. Like I said at the start, we're doing. Uh, we're talking about Scream Six because that came out this week. The sixth, not the fifth one. Not the, the sixth one. one. The sixth one. Not the seventh one. There isn't a seventh one. Not, there isn't not, a seventh not one yet. yet. Oh, oh. Fingers oh, crossed. Oh, oh, it's a franchise. It's a franchise. Did they mention it? It's a franchise. It is a yep, franchise. they don't stop mentioning it. Um. Wait, no, that's a spoiler. This... Cut that bit. Sorry. <laughs> this realized. is the sixth movie in the Scream franchise. And um, 
we're gonna we're gonna break it down. It's the second one in this uh, new reboot requel type. Uh, requel. Re- they requel. call it requels. I, th- I call requel. Like, you uncultured fuck. It's a, it's a requel. It's a requel. It's a requel. Get it right, Xander. Fine. It's a, it's a requel. I don't, don't want to call it a requel. I want to call it. Call it a requel. Because also it's scary, so it's a requel. Uh, Gail Weathers. Um, <laughs> comparison, that was comedy gold. <laughs> uh, so this Joe, you truly are the funny one. Wow. <laughs> this movie opened up to the biggest opening weekend in America uh, that the franchise has ever seen, opening up forty-four and a half million dollars. The previous best was Scream Three, that opened to thirty-four, and this has gotten pretty solid reviews so far. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 77%, which for a horror is really solid. And a 92 audience score, so the audiences are liking it as well. It's got 77.4 on IMDb as well. And I think people are genuinely quite liking this. They're saying this is one of the better Scream movies. Um, Are either of you, like, fans of the franchise? Me. Uh, I put my hand up, but, like, I realised that... No one can see my hand. Um, yes, very much so. Love me a bit of horror. Love me a bit of slasher. Yes, I, I love Scream. I've sure. seen the original and the the first of the requels. Um, okay, yeah, that's which, fair. Which I think, which I think is like the 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 bare essentials that you need to enjoy this. this. Yeah, yeah, because you get like the idea of the whole thing in in one, and mm-hmm. then you sort of. You know, it's it's a requel, so it carries on in five. Um, but you're missing out on some good stuff in in the others. You are. Um, no, you really are. Yeah, four is is a weird highlight that I didn't think I would enjoy. Um, the, uh, by the way, I mean, Hamish, you've seen uh, you've seen four. Yeah, that movie looks like ass, doesn't it? It does. No, it does. It's got this awful filter on it the whole time. Jesus mm, Christ! Mm. It, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of. Okay, not not the same kind of bad filter, but the bad filter syndrome. Um, Alien vs. Predator 2 Requiem. Oh my god, it does. It has the exact same filter as AVP. Ah. You can't... It, it's just like everything just has this filter dumped on it. Except, like, it, in, in AVP, it's like the opposite. Because it's the same filter, but it's made everything darker. Whereas in this, yeah. it's just made everything brighter. It's like... So, it's like watching Star Trek Two Into Darkness with like constant lens flare. <laughs> it's like There's I feel a as if like to that, no, there is, but I feel as if I'm about to burst into flames. Yeah, no, from the constant flare. You, you need to watch the movie and you'll see. But oh my, oh my god, how do I turn this off? Like the movie looks yeah. terrible, but it's good. No, it. I mean, oh, oh, okay. Some of the screen movies are better than others. However, I think what we need to like take away from all of them is that they're all such excellent pieces of meta commentary yes and and it's not meta commentary that's like fucking like cringily copy and pasted like some sort of mcu line when they're like have we done this before yeah it's like or like when when a bad movie in a in a a trilogy says oh but the third one's always the worst like yeah yeah played yourself congratulations yeah it's like it it doesn't it doesn't try to buy into the it's so bad it's good yeah it know it it knows it set out these rules and it's confident in these rules and i think scream 6 is no no stranger to that 
it, I mean, it is a screen movie. That's not a spoiler. They, they know. <laughs> like, people yeah. know that there's always the sit-down talk. Here are your suspects. Here are this. Here are that. We all know what's coming. But it's still good. I think the, um, the screen franchise is a rare one because there's actually not a bad movie in the bunch. This is there are there are low points. I think Screen 3 is is fine, but I don't think it's bad. I Okay. What I've always tried to come across with Screen movies is I try and like understand the motive because it's it it's the movie it is one of the movies where the motive is like fully explained. Michael Myers he's a little bit funky. Yeah. And depending on what movie you're watching. But in Scream, it's always monologued. Yeah, it is. It's it, They're all murder mystery films. So yeah, yeah. The same type of thing mm. as you do in Knives Out, as you do in this. Yeah. Well, obviously, to a lesser it's extent. It's the violence, Scooby Doo. Obviously, to a lesser extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did you, what um, did you say, Joe? It's the violent Scooby Doo. It is! It is violent Scooby Doo. Oh my god. It's always a guy in a mask. I, oh, I, sorry. <laughs> I, have, I have found that. Scream 5's motive is so much weaker, I feel. It's it's a little too heavy on the meta commentary. Yeah, I feel that. Um but Scream 6 complements it. It does. Massively. Scream 6 complements it. Maybe in not maybe not as like strongly <laughs> as I, as you would hope. Yeah. But it does. We'll get more into like the the ending obviously spoilers but we will give you all a fair spoiler warning um mm. but joe as like a relative newcomer to this franchise mm-hmm. what 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 do you think um i'm also curious I, to I know think... your thoughts on the the first one okay um i i quite like the first one uh another scooby-doo connection but shaggy's in it shaggy's so that was cool it, yeah shaggy's in it um yeah I, I i really dug the first one um the fifth one, I watched it the day before seeing this one, and I was like, I, I don't... Because you say it's about, like, the meta commentary. I thought that was a bit too meta, that one. Um, yeah. e- like Even as you say, like, the reasoning behind the murders, a bit too meta. Um, I, I definitely prefer this one to the last one, I think. Yeah, um, for sure. I, I like the city setting, because as nice as the small um, suburban area is, it's nicer to go bigger scale with it. Absolutely. Um, Unlike Friday the (laughs) Thirteenth. Unlike Friday the Thirteenth. Let's forget Jason goes to Manhattan. Yeah. Going back to like the early ones, I remember seeing the first Scream, and Mm. I actually watched the first Scream after I watched Scary Movie. Oh, so you knew a lot of the the story beats. And having since, I'm sure I mentioned this on the podcast before, but Scary Movie uh, infuriates me because. I think the most annoying part of it is I find it funny. There are some <laughs> genuinely funny moments in it, and that pisses me off more than anything. But it's the fact that Scream, at its core, the idea of the franchise is that it's a meta-commentary, almost a parody hmm. of slasher movies in general, like Halloween. And then Scary Movie is a parody on of a, parody. a parody so it's it's doing what scream is doing but it's just leaving out all of the commentary yeah and it's just like Haha, dicks are funny and you know what 
sometimes dicks are funny. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you um, know, it's it's a cheap laugh, but it's oh, it's, it's got some good stuff. Anyway, um, and I think then I, I did a full rewatch last year, so these are quite fresh in my mind. Hmm. Um, they do get slightly more meta with like um like Scream Three. The 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 idea is that it's on the set of Stab Three. So in universe, you will have picked this up. In watching the movies, they have the, the stab movies. They yeah. have the stab movies that chronicle what happens in the screen movies, hmm. um, and in Stab Three, uh, in oh my god, in Scream Three, they're on the set of <laughs> Stab Three, um, which sort of does lend itself to more jab uh, jabs at like Hollywood and stuff like that and horror movies. So that one hmm. is slightly more meta, but I think everyone forgets as well that this whole thing started off by. It was Wes Craven, who's known as like one of the godfathers of horror because he also created Joe. Um, Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know. Nightmare on Elm Street. He created Freddy oh. Krueger, the most terrifying of horror movie icons. Obviously, became a joke, but. The mm. idea that you can't fall asleep. That's incredible. That's one of the greatest movie villains of all time. Again, he became a joke. It's a shame. But with in terms of Scream, um, like I mentioned earlier, there's not a bad one in the bunch. Like I said, Scream is kind of Scream 3 is like the weakest one. It's it's incredible that it's gone on for this long and still not had a truly dog shit movie. Because mm. even the best franchises have those. So, most of the cast from the um, previous requel return, mm-hmm. including um, now-turned-overnight superstar Jenna Ortega. Well, she's everywhere. She's <laughs> everywhere, man. She's everywhere. Um, it's also re- returning, you've got um, her, her sister, the main character, Melissa Barrera, who um, I recognize from In the Heights, the movie. Um, which is real good. The Lin-Manuel Miranda musical. Mm, I haven't seen it. It's real good. You, sh- you should check it out. Um, and it's all- and also returning are the uh, the two... Um, bro- the brother and sister. The, the, the twins. Um, yeah. yeah, the twins. Oh, not, yeah. Are they twins? Are they, I swear they said twins. I'm pretty sure they're twins. We'll go with twins. Yeah, they're twins. We'll go with twins. Sure. We'll roll with twins. Um, also, we've got adding in... Uh, we've got Dermot Mulroney... Who I saw him was like, oh my god, you've got like no career left. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> what are you doing here? Wait, which one's he? Is that the guy from She-Hulk? It's Dermot Mulroney in She-Hulk. Oh my god, that's what I've seen that guy in. Oh my god, the <laughs> the cute guy the from across guy. the hall. He's from She-Hulk. Yeah. Oh my god, he's Pug. Mm-hmm. And all he does is mumble. Oh <laughs> no, because I I rec- I heard his voice and I was like. I know this guy because he's saying like, "Oh yeah, baby, was well, cool. It's cool." Yeah, so baby yeah, girl, I'll, I'll help you out, dude. Like he's just, like got this. I don't know. But I'll he's, help you scream. He's. Oh. Oh dear. Oh. Oh dear. His voice though is like butter. It actually is. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful, beautiful man. Even in my housemate was like, leaned across to me and was like, "He's gorgeous." <laughs> Um, there, there, there are a few men that could strangle me to death, and I would just slip happily into my sleep. <laughs> and he's one of them. And he is one of them because all he'd need to do is go, 
just let it happen. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, yeah, shit. We get also the introduction of uh, Samara Weaving, who's like our only modern day scream queen. I love hmm. Samara Weaving. She's excellent yeah. in like everything she turns up in. And um, I forgot she was Australian. Oh, so it was nice to hear her true Australian accent in this movie. That was it was a weird one. And we also get the introduction of Tony Revolori, who is a super underrated mm. actor. He's you might know yep. him from as Flash Thompson in the Spider-Man movies in the MCU, but he's also Zero from the Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm. Still never seen that movie. It's, it's so good. Bad. It's really good. <laughs> um, oh, and returning cast, um, we get um, Hayden Panettiere from Scream 4. Uh, she plays yes, Kirby Reed, the FBI agent. Yeah. Um, and we also get, um, obviously, Courtney Cox comes back as Gail Weathers, as we mentioned earlier. Wait, Gail Weathers is in this film? Gail Weathers is in this movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think everyone did really well. I don't think there was a, a bad performance. I think um, the, um, I think Melissa Barrera actually does better in this one than she did in the last one. Because I thought Is in the last one she Samantha? was a little bit... Yes, that's Sam, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I find I find her the one of the least interesting characters in these movies. For sure. I, I, think, yeah. she, I think she improves in this one because I think mm. she was like a little bit wooden in the last one. I, I think her story's great. It's just how she performs it, I think. Yeah. In the last one, she spends a lot of the time kind of just having the shit kicked out of her. <laughs> yeah, in fairness, she does. Um, In this one, however, I like that they are beginning to delve deeper into her kind of conf- conflict. Yes. She... Um, she, she, she knows... And, and this is no spoiler that what happened at the end of screen five um she she agrees with it she felt good about it and this movie begins to delve a lot heavily into that it does with her conflict and the the rep- again the reprisal i still can't get over this billy from the original yeah uh, in like Ski those flashbacks yeah so fun fact he, he, there's only very mild de-aging used on that man. Oh, they, they, they um, de-aged him at all? No, I they, they just they dyed his mild, eyebrows. Yeah. No, no, they mildly de-aged him. Oh, wow. But that man has aged like fine wine. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> he does look really good. Mm. Yeah, it's only mild de-aging. And it's kind of terrifying, because that man has unlocked the secret of immortality. <laughs> See, I because you're you're like talking about the film as if it's like really good, but I I don't know what I think of the scream film as scream films as like a concept. Um, like I enjoyed them, but like they're sort of just <laughs> it sounds mean, but they're sort of just there. Like I can sit down and watch them go ooh, and then I'll get out of the cinema and go, I don't need to see it again. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I get it. I've, I think another thing is, um, I, I expect for an eighteen, I expected more gore and stuff like that. Okay, I get where you're coming from. Mm. Yeah. Now, my I think my difference to you 
<laughs> we are not the same. No, um, <laughs> I think my difference to you is with horror. I'm a massive fan of slashers. Yeah. I'm a massive fan of all your horror movies out there. And thus for me, Scream is kind of like that disaster movie that not only worked, but respectfully worked. Yeah. It it takes everything you love about the franchise and it everyone's been there with their favorite movies. They've all been like, oh, if I was in this situation, I would have done that. It's watching that play out in front of you. Yeah, it is. And it's genuinely competent characters that you're not, like, yelling at, like, why are you doing that? Why? <laughs> I, I guess in that sense, it's nice that these characters are aware that they shouldn't go off on their own. You know, the, the tropes that annoy everyone when they watch horror, are like, oh, don't split up and stuff like that. Because it's just lazy writing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> nice that they acknowledge that. I, I, I respect that about the, the Scream movies. I always... I always see Scream movies as almost putting up, like, it's like if the mystery, like, it's like what you said earlier, Scooby-Doo, it's like putting a competent mystery gang up against a killer, but, like, they have guns. Uh, To me, that's kind of entertaining. It's like, why Michael Myers came across someone who wasn't just a screaming teenager? Yeah. It, it is a challenge to the slasher, and in doing so, it adds something more to the genre that isn't just, what, a, a movie about kids getting lost in some old town and a guy with a skin mask chasing them with a chainsaw. Because it's been done. It's been done to death. <laughs> it has. Mm. It has. And Scream knows it. I, I think I'd, the problem with this film I had, I don't know if it was because I was just tired, but I think it's slightly too long. I feel it like is, you could cut ten minutes two, from it. It is, it is two hours long. But I, I, I was sitting here thinking, it's two hours long. I didn't feel it. I, I, I didn't feel like it was too long It when, when I'm sat there watching it. But now I'm thinking, like, two, two hours is, like, a... A, quite an unattractive runtime for a for a movie like this, mm. uh, but I guess it's slightly more elevated than a you know, normal like Halloween movie, which would just be like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's mm. bigger in scale, and it's got all the it's following on from a lot of story from the last film. Mm. So I think we should probably just uh, move on to spoilers. Before that, I want I want to mention I want to ask two quick uh, I want to mention two things. One, the marketing for this movie has been. Excellent. Mm. The posters Agreed. are so good. The posters are so good. There is only one bad poster, and unfortunately, it is the movie's main poster. <sighs> it's the one, if you go on IMDb, it is the movie poster they've got for it there. And it's by far the worst one they've done because the rest of them have been so incredibly creative. They've used What this, one is it? It's the uh, one with like, the white bottom. It's it's basically just like a floating head poster. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I see it. Bad poster, bad poster. Uh, yeah. The rest of them really, really good. Um, because there's some really interesting posters, like the one with the they turn Ghostface's knife into like a building. Yeah, mm. yeah, oh. really cool. Come on. Um, then you've got the one where the where someone's playing Guess Who. 
Yep. And you've got all the people up. You've got a, a just what a really simple one. It's a knife through an apple because you know New York City's the big apple. Um, I saw I saw one where Ghostface is being the Statue of Liberty. There's one which is the New York subway route. Yes. But if you look further into it. It's got different names of different characters and plot points like scattered throughout it. Yeah. So, for instance, before people knew that Kirby was going to be reappearing in the movie, it's on the fucking poster. Yeah. She is one of the stops on the poster. Really, really great. It's really great marketing. I think the trailers have been fairly solid as well. That first trailer that came out, it came out back in uh, December, I think. It feels like ages ago because I've seen it so many times. It's just them on the uh, on the subway, hmm. mm. where there's like where there's screen masks everywhere. Really good, and that scene in the movie is so tense. Even though you feel like you've seen it because you've seen it in the trailer, it's still really you've good seen. Se- you've seen it in the trailer, but it's a lot better than it is just in the trailer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. there's something better about seeing it in context. Agreed. Absolutely. Um, um, and I also want to mention. There was something else I wanted to mention. How would you guys say this ranks among the other ones for Joe, the ones you've seen, and Hamish for mm-hmm. you, like, all of them? Would you maybe want to put some of these in an order? Okay. I won't list all of them. Yeah. Because I need to do a rewatch of them. I'm doing a rewatch with my housemate. She went into this completely blind. She'd never seen a Scream movie. Oof. I know, I know, it, but she loved it. She was like, yeah. No, I'm but that awesome. spoils the original's ending. I, I asked her afterwards, did you recognize anyone no. from that, from like the wall of, of villains from the last one? She was like, no, I don't think so. And she's like a massive Scooby-Doo fan. So she didn't notice that um, Matthew Lillard was there. <laughs> I, I think we're good. I think we're good. So, um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, this is definitely one of the better screens. Definitely. Um, I want to say... Okay, I'm going to go out there and say I put it in my top three. For sure. I agree. I agree. For sure. It is... It's competent. It's smart. It's not brilliant. But... It doesn't... It doesn't fall into the same pitfall as the likes of... The... Halloween the second Halloween requel because they announced it as a trilogy and it's like oh well Michael Myers die by the end of this we know he's not gonna fucking die there's a third one you can't have it without it Halloween kills is dreadful it is dreadful but this isn't bad by any means some of the screen movies get old real quick this doesn't it plays to its strengths maybe not to the best it could but I want to say it's either a second or a third. It's not the best. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I would go with a similar thing. The, the, the original is a stone-cold classic. Nothing would, no, no movie could ever top that, I don't think. Um, I think it would then go this, four, five, two, three. Maybe on a rewatch, two goes up. But um, Yeah, maybe. Agreed. Yeah. I'm, now, I... I, I, I I do quickly want to make Sorry, a note. Bro. You did not mention that god-awful uh, TV series. No, I didn't because I've not seen it. <laughs> is called Scream. Uh, has nothing to do with Billy Loomis or anything like that. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, it, it holds literally nothing to do with the Scream franchise, aside the fact it has the name and is apparently a spin-off TV series. But it doesn't anyway, even have the mask. Continue. I think it does. They got a different mask. Oh, they, they, yeah, they have a different fucking mask. Yeah, man. It, it is It is atrocious. It was on MTV so, as well. Like, what the hell is that? Well, that's the oh. red flag, isn't it? <laughs> um, I will... Sorry, Joe. I will sorry. let you... No, I, I want to start by saying I've been looking at myself and I've just realised I look a bit like Billy Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he does! He's got the hair! <laughs> like, this is terrible for people listening, but like... Damn. I'm not a murderer, though. I can con- I can confirm that. Um, Cheers, Jeff. I think... <laughs> you're all safe. I think I, I like the original the best. I like the, the vibe of it. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I really, I really dug that. And also, you know... Shaggy's in it, so that's another plus. Um, <laughs> I think this one, like, I'd give that one a seven. This one, um, this one, I'd rank next out of the ones I've seen, like a six point five. I think um, I, I liked the the grander scale of it, and I like they did some different things. Um, I think the the bit where the this film and the next one, not the next one, the the last one, kind of weakened for me was like. I've seen the first one, so I know the similar sort of thing, the things that happen. Like the From just watching the first one, I was like, I don't know what happens in these films. So all of the, the formats and the like the phone call, that was new. Um, so, yeah, first one, seven. Uh, this one, like, 6.5. Then the last one, Scream 5, I'd put as, like, a, a 5.5, um, which I, I enjoyed. Like, it's fun, like, a popcorn movie, but um, it's a bit too meta, and the reasoning behind the killings was a bit week uh so yeah that's my ranking of the ones i've seen fair enough i i think you'd get a kick out of watching the other ones so i'd yeah give those a watch if you if if you're ever up for it i think that is another thing um no no you go go on this sort of film i think it it pays to watch all of them um yeah and you know we're not we're not in spoiler territory yet but like you you really benefit. It's really satisfying if you have seen it because you know it it all connects. Let's just say that. Absolutely, agreed. I will withhold what I was about to say for a recommendation. Oh, later on. Fantastic. Well, sexy. Without any further, let's get into the spoiler section. If you have not seen this movie, go away. Wee woo, wee woo. That's the spoiler alarm. It's not, Hamish. Hamish, I told you this last time. There is, we have a spoiler alarm. Wait, are we about to hear it? No. Wait, hang on, hang on. I I, I will play it in a moment once I finish this alert. Listen, if you haven't seen it, go away. There's time codes in the bottom. You can skip to the end of the episode where we will stop talking about spoilers and go to recommendations. But if you want to carry on at your own risk, here's the spoiler section. And now. Spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, 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 oh. Joe, you first. Did anyone else love the bit where they recreated the Simpsons movie of Ned Flanders helping Bart Simpson and the family across? Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes. The ladder! All I could think about oh the whole movie. Oh my god, oh my god, that took me a minute. That took me a, I, 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 a I'm, minute. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure it was ex- It was an exact <laughs> recreation it was a bit with that in mind. A little but... bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, my 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 biggest gripe with this movie, um, Gail Weathers apartment scene, uh, with Ghostface. 
does it need to happen? Ask yourself right now. Like, knowing the motive of Ghostface, why the fuck did that happen? She is sitting in an apartment with her boyfriend doing nothing. Maybe it's because she she knew too much from the no, from she's finding the basement? actively doing nothing yeah i, well, I no, do get what you mean because though. she ghostface already knows because mm. he's the fucking police officer oh yeah yeah so there's no yeah, need but he for was, it he was taken off the case weren't he so maybe when... he was just worried that she was gonna snitch on him because she's a reporter uh but that that's kind of stretching it i do get I, what you yeah, mean yeah I, I think i think at that point you're kind of trying to come up with reasons yeah, for it story, yeah she, yeah, she didn't need to I, die. I, it seems it, like they're going to well, no, kill one legacy die. character die. per film at this point. She doesn't die. She doesn't die. They specifically say the she's EMTs, alive. Yeah, the they EMTs do. get to her. They say she has a weak pulse. And then later on, they say she's recovering in hospital. That's annoying. Right. That annoys me. How many people actually die in this? Oh, it annoys me. Oh. Um, We've got Ned Flanders' girl. Yes. Um, met her for all of two seconds. Um, all three ghost faces. Yes. Um, the therapist. The therapist. My favorite character. Mm. I'm really upset he died. They built him up for so much. No. Um, the people in the uh, grocery store. Oh yeah. They but they're, they're, they're not their favorite characters. Not really victims, are they? And then the two people, the three people at the start. So there's actually yeah. like because quite a few people do get stabbed. Huh? Chad survives. How does Chad? How survive? is Chad alive? I, I honestly that is ridiculous. Right, going into this, I was convinced that it was them two doing the killings. I was like, you know what? I'm... It makes so much sense. They're like, you know what? This does look like fun. Let's just do this. And they go into it. I was convinced. Also, you never oh. trust the love interest. So I was convinced because he was starting to go towards General Ortega that I was like, yeah. it's gotta be this guy. My my theory, real quick, and it is a gripe towards the Chad scene, is that Chad will be the killer for the next one. Yeah. And that somehow he was in cahoots with them, and that's, that mass stabbing scene we see of Chad getting treated like a fucking pincushion is faked. Because also, I mean, I mean that, that, it, sorry, go on. It Chad. does make sense. No, I was going to say that that does that does make sense actually. I'm 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 not sure on that. What what I'm what I would t- suggest for the next one is that Sam is going to be the killer. I think that's too I, I, predictable. I think they're though. building. No, I think they're building to it. Yeah. I think that it might be a. Okay, I think it might be like a spit on your grave, spit on my grave situation, um, in which that the female killer is actually empowered by her killings. If none of you guys have seen that video, nasty. I have not. It is, okay. It is a very old horror movie about a woman who kills people who sexually assault women because she was sexually assaulted. Okay. And the whole thing is that she gains empowerment through the killing. The whole thing with Sam is that she donned that ghost face mask at the end to do good. Yeah. And I think, I I, I don't think they'll go down the route of Sam. I think they'll dabble with it some more. Or maybe, just maybe, do, like, her going over the edge. But, I think if they were to, it'll be a situation like Spit on My, oh, is it spit on my Grave or Spit on Your Grave. Um, one of the two. 
I, sp- I spit that, on your it's grave. It's almost like an... Yeah. I spit on your grave. It's an empowerment. Maybe. Uh, or maybe, I think... Maybe it'll be like General Ortega's the killer and sh- and like Sam's trying to like... No, that would be the biggest bait and switch that you build it to... Everyone thinks it's Sam. Maybe Sam even thinks it's her. Yeah. And it's General Ortega. I, that, that's what I'm thinking. It's it's oh. got They've got to do something big. Because they're definitely going to do a third one. Because like I said... This has had the biggest opening weekend of any of the screen films. It's definitely going to outgross the last one. So but, that's, that's only got to be mean good yeah. things for this franchise. Can, can I also just say, it's been a well-received screen movie. Well-received. The old screen movies got away with so many sequels, along with Halloween and such. Because back then, I'm not saying no one gave a shit, because film criticism and film journalism has been alive for centuries. Blah, 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 blah. But, but no one gave a shit. But studios could get away with so much more. Yeah. I think nowadays, if it's not like a set in stone, like trilogy, like if Halloween Kills had come out and they were like, oh, we don't know if it's a trilogy's in the works, wouldn't have been made. But yeah, I, I, I think it's been greenlit already. For sure. Gotta be. Yeah. I see with this one, you have the, you have the collection of, the all the memorabilia and costumes from all the films yeah the, that this sort of, sort of seems like a finale to the franchise it did feel so, a little bit like a yeah kind of grand overture yeah so where sure. do you go from that well i mean i, I mean, say you... i say ignore a lot of the past now and do just focus on these new characters yeah i, th- I think that for, if they're doing a grand finale for the next one which would make sense they'd have to go back to woodsboro and carry on mm. there yeah. Because that's, you know, I, I, wrap it all up. Everything is so stuck in fucking Woodsboro. That's the issue. And that's the good thing about this movie is that they get out of that. But I think, for I, I don't know. I don't know where they go. I'm not a film writer, especially not a horror film writer. <laughs> I just like to watch them. Please give me more, ooh Um Oh, please never fucking say that. <laughs> that was, that was terrible. That was more scary than the film. I, I want to see more of these. And I don't care where they're set. Because I think they are all, like I said, all the old ones, they are all set in Woodsboro, but they're all really good. Mm. I think mm. I would go and see another one. Like, Although I don't think it's the most sort of thing for me, I, I did enjoy it. And I, I do want to see where it goes. Um, also, I, I enjoyed the little stab at, no, no pun intended, the little stab at uh, people who use Letterboxd. Because literally, as soon as I the film that. ended, I went on Letterboxd. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I was like, I giggled to myself. I was like, she said, "Little box." <laughs> so I'm typing on my phone right now. <laughs> um, favorite scenes from the movie. Ooh. Ooh. Um. I can go first if need. Yeah, I'd go for it, bro. <laughs> um, the end. When she yells, the ghost the credits. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> When, when, no, no, when no. I left another shit afterwards, it was better than that. No, crap. When, when, when Samantha pulls the dons the ghost face suit. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, because, I mean, it builds for so long. It's been building since the last movie with her like her hallucinations on like taking over the family mantle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we finally get to see it as well. Can I just add the voice work? Of the guy, the the ghost face voice. I can't remember his, his name. His name I... is Roger Jackson. John Cena. Oh. 
Give this man the credit. Hold on. What was it sounding? Roger Jackson. His voice again on the on the list for they can strangle me to death and I will not fight back. It is it is beautiful. Um, his work here is absolutely phenomenal as per usual. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I felt as if it was a really nice build to it. It finishes off at the end as well with her staring at the mask before dropping it. Yeah, I, I uh, thought she was going to And there's that little, yeah. that little audio cue as well at the end when she's looking at the mask. A little change in tone. Um, but yeah, that's mine. I like the bait and switch at the start. Because I, I, I was sat with my friend who's never seen one of these movies and they kill Samara Weaving. She's the mm. Drew Barrymore of this movie. Yeah. Um, well, well, Samara, Samara Weaving, a little bit of a little bit of uh, what's context. the word? I'm context, a little bit of trivia, con- trivial, trivial context. Yeah. Trivia tonight. Um, the guys that made this movie uh, worked on Ready or Not. Guess who was in Ready or Not? It's Samara Weaving and the therapist. And the therapist. Yeah, I was going to mention that go. he was um, he was in that earlier, but I thought, yeah, oh, well. Yeah. I didn't know they worked on Ready or Not. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Also, fun fact, a lot of the original cast were not going to come back if it wasn't the original uh, director. For, Amazing. What was the original director name? Scream. I'm blanking so much oh, tonight. It's this is abysmal. Wes Craven. Yeah, Wes Craven. A lot of them weren't going to come back unless it was Wes. He's dead. Until yeah, I know that was the idea. They weren't. They weren't coming back because he's he's we dead. We won't do it he's unless gone. he's here, guys. He's dead. Get the Ouija well, board. <laughs> we go again. No, no, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah. The, the whole yeah, idea yeah, yeah. was that it was Wes's vision. That movie was such a passion project between all of them. It was. And it wasn't until they wrote the cast a letter explaining how heartfelt that series was to them and how important it was to their view of the horror genre did they sign on i like that they killed samara weaving off early on that's it was an intro it was an interesting go and then so my friend like i said never seen one and ghostface gets unmasked instantly i'm like i didn't expect um, that that was um, cool uh, this isn't normal this doesn't happen yeah i they got back to the house and he was like, "Are oh, you using the cameras? Are you?" And I was like, "Oh, oh no! This is the real Drew oh, Barrymore. No. Oh, I get it now. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, I I do like Tony Revolori though. Uh, I think what he what he got to uh what's he got to, what he got to say for himself was equal parts creepy and um really you know charismatic. I mean, yeah, the, what he played in the movie, I thought he played extremely well. Yeah, for the mm. for the thir- for the like five minutes he was on screen before he got chopped to bits. Um, he, he he had that nice little monologue though about like how he felt to kill someone. Yeah, about yeah, about yeah, how yeah, she yeah. was a piece of meat. Yeah, weird, weird, weird behavior. Could, ne- could and never be as me. Soon, and as soon as you hear Ghostface start talking about, he, he's almost like furious with how is this how it feels to be a piece of me i was like oh this is a different ghost face yeah this is this is a different angle that they're coming at okay it's when when he says who gives a fuck about movies like yes yeah let's go (laughs) (laughs) um i i think um 
yeah, like I said, we, we I, th- I think we all sort of have different suspects throughout. I was convinced it was uh, Chad the whole time because it was far too obvious to be the lanky guy again with curly hair. Surely not a second, not another one. Um, another one. <laughs> and, and, but it was when Quinn, the, the, the housemate, said that her brother was dead. And the the detective was like, "Oh yeah, my son's dead." I knew that I knew they were like father and daughter, but I was like, "Oh, so they've got a a missing brother? That's interesting. How convenient that also, um, you know, the guy from the last movie is dead. How interesting." So I, was, I yeah, I I found it was a little bit lazy that he was like. Oh, just swapped her body out with a few prosthetics. Um, felt felt that was a little lazy. Um, Because I refuse to believe that he hauled a fresh corpse up into an active crime scene. Um, You know, we move. Uh (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad glad She-Hulk Man was, uh, was not involved in any way. I'm really glad. Sorry, go on, Joe. Yeah. Can I say my favourite scene? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, go for it, sorry. How dare you? Um, no, speaking of She-Hulk, man, it's, it starts from when he sees Ghostface in the other apartment and he's yes. shouting over. From that to... Um, I can't remember the girl's name, but she falls and hits her head on the, dump, the dumpster. Yeah, that whole That bit sequence the is my favourite bit. That's, that's great. Really That was stuff. so incredibly tense. Yeah, mm. and it's it's like... That moment, he's like really just sickening, isn't it? Because he's just like, he's he... like calling, and they're like they're just joking around, like talking. Oh, he's calling you, and you're just like pick up the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's the the it, the, it... the airdrop that they all get. That's yeah. really cool. Uh, yeah, it's the hammering on the door as well. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, and it, but it's it's sadistic when when he just like he puts the knife down, and just like shakes it. Like, are oh, you? Fucking bastard! Yep. You bastards! Can I ask? Because like I, I've thought this every time I watched a screen movie. Have they ever recreated the um, here's Johnny? Because I expected a uh, ghost face to like go through the door of a knife and just you see its head. Nah. Fun fact: jamming a knife at a, a solid wooden door usually doesn't do that. Yeah. It usually breaks the knife. <laughs> That's probably yeah. why it hasn't happened then. <laughs> That's probably why it hasn't. Probably happened. why The Shining used an axe. Oh, speaking of axes, in the final act, there is a weirdly lit fire axe in the in the movie theater that is just hanging on the wall, and there is a light above it. In the it's in the background. It is a fucking fire axe, and I was like, can't put a gun in a scene without firing it. Can't put a gun in a scene without firing. And then, and then it's never touched on. It's got this weird light on it, and I was like, oh wow, there's going to be like some sort of use of that. Nope. Well, they um. I think it's interesting what they did with, um, you know, there's always the rule. There's, there's, it's never just the one killer. There's always two. Um, and they made it three this time. I think the moment I clocked it was when the police guy suddenly got in without a key card. Yeah. No, no, no. Because I, 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 vis- I think I audibly no, you, went. Yeah, you made a noise. I was like, ah, oh, we're both thinking here. Yeah, I was like, how the fuck did he get in? <laughs> My, my friend was so confused. She was like... Really? The whole thing was going down. I was like, what? 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 <laughs> like, this is great. 
This is great. Come enjoy- watch more movies with me, please. Uh- <laughs> I, I'm with Joe that some of the gore could have been better on the deaths of the ghost faces. Yeah. Um, one's just shot through the head. I, I, I it's it's a shame as well because this movie isn't afraid from like showing blood and like wounds and stuff. But, I mean, it's a missed opportunity. They could have shown her head fucking explode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, have... I thought these films were like a 16 or a 15. And then... Not 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 to be graphic, but have you watched the fucking Zapruder film of JFK? That, that <laughs> man's head pops like a fucking pumpkin. <laughs> like... <laughs> um, <laughs> we just get a tiny... We just get a tiny... Yeah, we just get a tiny little, like... F- Oh yeah, because the assassination of JFK was based on the boys. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but like <laughs> we, just, we just get a little, we, we just get a little like hole in her head, Yummers. and a bit of a blood spurt. Um, it's a shame. It's a crying shame. Uh, I think we, we we referenced to it earlier. The scene on the subway was excellent. Really, oh, really yes. excellent. Um, really great tension throughout that. Um, and. I think there should have been like a little Megan in there dancing. If we've got all the horror icons. <laughs> what 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 I will say is that I refuse to fucking but like we we hear hear her scream when she's stabbed. In the How subway. did no one I, see that? I fucking refuse to believe that no one heard that. Even if there was a hand over her mouth muffling it, I refuse to believe it. Never been on the subway in America, have you? But. I've been to Subway. No, no, but I have been on. I have been on the train system in Northern Ireland. Uh, well, I've had an Italian BMT, so. Oh, okay. Cool. It's a Subway thing. Was, I guess. I was continuing Joe's Subway joke. Ah, I, I didn't actually understand it. Oh, you fool. But I'm so fat. Um, oh, I have God. ordered a pizza tonight. I don't want to hear Let's it. Let's go. I'm going to go downstairs and have a bowl of Frosties. Anyway. Ooh. Ooh. Um, um, go on, Joe. End credit scene. Basically. What? Was there an end credit scene? Yeah. It is an end credit scene of... I can't remember her name. I'm blanking The one who points out all uh, the tropes. Oh, uh, Mindy. Um, yeah. Mindy turned around saying, and not every movie needs an end credit scene. And, and that's that it. it. It's like two seconds. Fantastic. This is like the uh, Captain America thing from Homecoming. It, it, it's smart, but it makes you wait through both credits. Amazing. Credits are quite short, though. No, they're not. Yeah. Not when you're waiting for an end credit scene. How oh, did you I guys must have know there was one? Did you Google it? Did you Google it before? I Googled oh. it. No, I, I just assumed there wasn't one, because it's that, that kind of movie to be like, no, obviously there's no end credit scene. Um, yeah. I, I really like this. I, I'm I'm tempted to go and see it again. Because I and and we are definitely seeing all the movies in this house now, um, so Scream Fever has hit Leeds, baby. Scream um, Fever. I I wouldn't go see it again. No. Um, I've seen it. I'll do a rewatch of them. Yeah. But I don't need to see it again so soon. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I know Joe gave a rating earlier. Yes. <laughs> I kind of I'm, jumped the gun I'm, there. <laughs> I'm 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 happy to give mine at a healthy seven, low eight. Um, maybe mid eight, maybe mid eight. Maybe I'm being too harsh with that. I don't know. I, I'm gonna give this um, four scream knives out of five. Ooh, damn! So an eight. Okay. 
<laughs> Shut up, Joe. <laughs> um, right, I th- that, that kind of wraps up our talk on Scream. Yeah. Wraps up in a nice... Are we all, are we all screamed way. out? Anyone? One last one out? Ah. 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 Right. That was Joe screaming without the ass. <laughs> Welcome back from the spoiler <laughs> section, all the all those people who have not seen Scream Six. You're missing out. Go watch a good movie. Um Right guys, should we do some uh sell me your movies? Joe, hey Mish, yes. do you wanna sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd? Sure can book a real Um So Joe, uh, Joe's little eye caught in the in the trailer section, on the way to see Scream Six. Oh, I caught no. on a beautiful Evil Dead movie. <laughs> now, Me and Joe, I'll now, be honest. We talked about this before recording, so I'm very excited to see Hamish's side of this. So I am a big Evil Dead fan. Oh, I Hamish, I actually love you so much. You actually might be my soulmate. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Screw you, Xander. <laughs> and whilst whilst I know remakes are often shot on, the 2012 Evil Dead. 13. Oh, 2013. We said the 2012, 2012 Olympics. 2013. 2013. 2013 you're, Evil you're Dead. You're confusing Evil Dead with the Olympics, Hamish. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, Common mistake. I went to. I went to one of those. I won't let you know which. <laughs> um. The, that sounds really. Dark. Like, <laughs> um, no, I went to the Olympics when I was twelve. Um, okay. Right, somebody do the maths. Whoever's listening, do the maths. Um, I have just doxed myself. Huzzah! Um, right. Anyway, um, the, t- the 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 remake of Evil Dead. If you love gore and horror, it's here. Yeah, it's home. I won't go into details because I wouldn't want to spoil it for a little certain someone sitting in the call. Hello. But if okay, th- there's like there's so much in this movie that needs to be seen, and it's okay. The original Evil Dead has a uh, a certain scene with a tree, yes. which um which was rather distastefully added with a noise as it um. Does a certain thing. Yes. Um, this movie it, it happens, but it's done in a little bit of a better way. Grosser. It's no real it's... good way to. There's no great way to do what happens, no, but it's... I think that I think the way they do it is the way to do it. Yeah. Um, it's a brilliant. It, it, it's a brilliant movie. It pays so much homage to the original as well. Which I can really appreciate. Yes. Um, and it, it ends with a beautiful, groovy. Um, so, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, uh, me, me and Joe will be doing a watch of it. Yeah, I do need uh, to watch very them. soon. Um, because we're going to go watch Evil Dead Rises in its cinemas. Oh, it hell yeah. When is it out? I'm very. It's at the 21st of April, it comes out over here. Oh, that's that's so it's pretty next soon. Month, next month. Damn. Um, I'm I'm very jealous of your rewatch because I also love the Evil Dead films and the um. We'll e- and, watch it over Discord. And Ash vs Evil Dead as well. It's just a wonderful, wonderful franchise. And Evil Dead, the 2013 remake, is, I think, really good. Like it's 
I, I don't yeah. think it. I think I probably yeah. prefer the originals, but it is still as as its own different thing. I think it's really good. And if I was to show Are someone you... nowadays an Evil Dead film, I would show them that first because it's much more accessible. Do, I do, feel. I, I feel as if the originals as well are a little bit goofy a little bit in goofy, some of the ways little bit goofy. yeah they're a little bit goofy and modern day horror audiences want to be terrified yeah for sure and i i mean xander all i'm gonna say is the one line of cut it like that that from the 2013 oh oh no ooh. i like if you if you want gore mm, mm, yeah. watch fall up <laughs> and thunder <laughs> oh, it's just absolutely filed, yeah. Um, and that, and that's why you're not coming on the podcast anymore because you recommended that no, movie. That, that trailer was disgusting, though. I've not, I've not seen something that disgusting in ages. It's, the trailer is vile, vile. and and the, this movie, the the, the 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 2013 one, is also vile. It made me nearly throw up a couple of times, and that's me. I can deal with stuff. As a side note, Terrifier Two is on Amazon Prime. No, it's not. Is it actually? Oh, well, you have to pay for it, but it's on there, so it's oh accessible my in the UK. My, my dad bought the Blu-ray and watched it this week, and he was sending me texts along the way. Oh my god! Oh dear God! Um, let me just—I'll just read some of the texts. <laughs> so, sorry, Dad, I'm doxing you, but like, yeah, I th- Joe, have you read Terrifier? I'm not read. Have you watched Terrifier yet? No, I, I've seen one clip of it on TikTok of the first one where he's in a cafe, like smiling at someone. Yes. And that's it. And I thought, so, okay, that's a bit crazy. Fucking horn, his little fucking horn. <laughs> fucking. Um, so in the in the, the first one he watched last week, and the second one, he started off. I'm watching Terrifier two. The bit in the laundry is hilarious. I love this. Oh no! I love this clown. To which my friend had my phone and responded, <laughs> "Don't talk about your son that way," which I thought was. Ah. <laughs> the the little brother has a freakishly long neck. Uh, the girl who plays the main part. The high school girl, 28 years old in real life. Uh, So they're fully pulling like a Spider-Man 2002 on us. Um, Then the clown has just served sweets to kids out of a woman's severed head with three laughing faces. Yep. Um, And then describing a kill, um, scalped, an arm pulled off, an eye slashed, Ah. an arm split in two, slashed, bleached, salted, and then carved. Brutal. Oh no, I know this one! Oh, oh, I know that one! Oh, that's rough! Um, shoving mash into the mother's shotgun head was disgusting. Yeah. The little girl pooing on the floor was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, the old carnival? Seriously? Then, I'm guessing the clown is their dad. Then, it all gets a bit silly, really. He's been speared in the head, blasted with a shotgun, and it's still <laughs> fine. She is now stabbed with a sword and having some sort of hallucination in the clown cafe. Mm. She drowned in her own hallucination and now the sword is magic. Good grief. <laughs> yep. And the clown is eating the giraffe kid. Yep. And then um, and then he put, ooh, post-credit scene. And I FaceTimed him during the post-credit <laughs> scene. And he was viscerally disgusted. He was like, what's going on? Why? Why did you make me watch this? <laughs> um, yeah, if guys, if you want more tweet alongs from my dad uh, or text alongs from my dad, let me let us know because my dad's really funny sometimes. 
Um, your, your dad had some amazing comments about me on, on his time. Oh my I god, say, yes. I, I, have, I have just strategically deafened to avoid all those spoilers. Apologies, Joe. I didn't even think about that. That's alright. Um, but yeah. Um, back to Evil Dead. Evil Dead franchise, immense. Joe, I really hope you like them. And especially, I really hope you like Army of Darkness because it's super underrated. Army of Darkness. Um... Joe, sell me a movie. Haha. <laughs> wave after wave, wave after wave. It's Waves, which is actually oh what God, you recommended, you waves. <gasps> I wa- Yeah, I watched it. Damn, that, that was a hard-hitting film. Like, you, you can watch it on Apple TV. I don't, I don't know where else it is, um, but... You'll be able to rent it somewhere. I'll get it on Blu-ray. You, you'll be able to rent it, yeah. But, like, the first hour and a half, I'd say, is edge of your seat stuff it just slowly builds and you're like oh it's just gonna get worse and worse and it does and then something happens to the aspect ratio and you're like oh <laughs> here we go <laughs> and like me and Suwon literally scream like oh my god <laughs> um but like strangely enough after that it's a lovely change of pace like the second really half of the film is like this is actually quite a bit of a comfort film this the, the end bit so it starts off of you pooing yourself, and it ends with like, oh, that was lovely. It's um, like I, I, I haven't seen this movie, and I have several questions. The, the, okay, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> uh, I, I would say like the first half is a family, how a family would fall apart, and the second half is how a how they come back family together. would come back together. Mm, it's that's a, a good way of putting it's, it. It's a beautiful movie. It's so well shot, and the the soundtrack is. Awesome! It's so good. I've got. There was the, no um, wave after wave. They were, that wasn't in it, so that was a missed opportunity. Show sure, Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the uh, the soundtrack. Uh, they they made a playlist for it in Spotify, and I've got that on my phone. It is excellent. Mm. Um, the song from the credits, "Sound and Color," it might be one of my favorite songs of all time. It is. It's such a good vibe. Um. The performances are heavy hitting, and it's got they two are great, so good. It's got two great performances from two at the time. I think they're still technically kind of coming up, but Kelvin Harrison Jr. and Taylor Russell. These guys are amazing actors. Are they the brother and sister? They're the brother and sister. Yeah, they were amazing. Yeah, what great performances in this movie. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's why it's recommendations, Hamish. You should watch this movie. It's really good. <laughs> I should. Yeah, um, I, I watched it quite recently. I think that's when I told you to watch it, Joe. Mm. Um, and my housemate was like, I watched it with her and she said, that was exhausting. Like, it is quite emotionally exhausting. You you know, it really takes a lot out of you to watch it. So it's not, uh, it isn't for everyone, but like, I'm so yeah. glad you watched it and liked it. I remember I remember the first so, 20 minutes. Um, we had to pause because um she wanted to make a cup of tea and i was like can you hurry up and make the tea because i want to continue this film we need to continue this film it's so good on on the opposite end of exhausting movies uh emotionally exhausting movies i did a drunk rewatch of me and joe's favorite movie the bubble Uh, (laughs) bubble. in in preparation in in preparation for us doing a drunk watch of it xander Um, you've rehearsed it You've rehearsed. Quite, I have. Rehearsed no, no. I, I drank. I dr- Okay. I. I have drinking game rules for it, and I drank through two liters of cider, <laughs> and uh, cracked into a bottle of vodka in the time that it took to watch that movie. 
Um, prepare yourselves. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> Patreon drunk Ooh. commentary. Ooh. Drunk commentary. Ideas. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Hello. Okay. Ooh. Film commentaries. Um, that's a really good sell me a movie, Joe. Thank you for for reselling my movie. That's um, all right. <laughs> Wait, you made this movie? Yeah. Xander did in fact make every movie. I made every single. <laughs> you made the bubble. I made. Oh, no, I didn't make that one. I, I promise. I promise. I promise. Mm. So, so. All right, Xander, sell us a. Last week, the, last week I sold you a once in a lifetime movie watching experience. Um, I, I last time I recommended the Cocaine Bear. Oh. So, okay. so this time it was pretty I would, good. That film. I I would like to. Um, discuss a movie that we um we kind of like grazed over during our recap of the year um and that is the whale oh i want to see this yes i saw this i mean i'll be honest it's not fresh in my head i watched it a few weeks ago but i couldn't think of anything else to recommend but i will talk about this i've got things to say um you will all know this as the movie that brennan fraser has just won a Best actor Oscar for, and th- immediately well deserved. He's very good in this. Mm. It's a really great right. performance. I thought the movie was just okay. I didn't fall in love with the movie. I, I think it's, uh, I-, I think it's a little bit too acty. There's not much going on. And so all you've really got to work with is the actors. And the actors are giving great performances. But it's just... It's nothing but acting for, mm. like, two plus hours. And I'm like... How dare they act in a, in a movie? How dare the actors do what we pay them to you do? You know Xander. what I mean, though. You know what I mean. It's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Xander. I feel as if you're being a bit privileged right now. <laughs> God damn it, Xander. It's almost like, don't you have a degree in acting Listen, as well? I, yes, I do. And you know what? I think you're just How dare you do? How dare you do that? How dare you? <laughs> How Xander? dare How they dare make a movie you? about a fat man and not cast me? What the hell? Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I fall into that casting. Well, don't you worry. Um, yeah, like, like I said, I think uh, I I completely didn't recognize um, Iron Man three kid as well in this. Oh yeah, no, Ty, he's, Ty, he's... Uh, Ty Simpkins. I didn't not realize it was him until uh, the the end credits. I was like, "Hang on a second, that, I recognize that name. That's Ty Simpkins. That's the kid from Insidious." Um, and I think oh shit, he is the kid from Insidious. Oh my god, I, I think Sadie Sink does really well as well. She's like, she she clearly has acting chops. We've seen it now in a few things from Stranger Things, and she's really good in that Fear Street and in now in this. But I think like. Her character is so irredeemably evil. Like, I th- I feel like the movie tries to make excuses for her and tries to, like, you know, give her, like, oh, yeah, she's actually doing this. And I don't know. She just, like, she needs to be, like, kicked. Like, I in mean, the head. We, we've all, From the server? We've all come across movies like that. Like, okay, not to staple everything back to Marvel, but... No, for sure. Fucking Black... Black Widow, dude. The mum in Black Widow is like the worst person on the planet. She suffocated a pig. <laughs> she suffocates pigs. She actively like feeds children and continued to feed children 
into like this abusive like way of life and it's like by the end of the movie we're like oh there are mums forgive her <laughs> there was forgive her it's okay so you change sides it's still a pretty good it's, film though. i'm fucking refuse mm. it's pretty it's very good film. you're wrong <laughs> mm. i'm right actually yeah wrong. you're done you're done you're done I know what you mean. I know what you mean about like just irredeemable characters, but I think the movie tries really hard to like it's not just your typical like action movie, you know, it's like Yeah, the, the, no, the, the it, whole... it tries to do it with emotions. Yeah, and it's just like, no, I hate this person. She's awful. <laughs> um So yeah, I, I think it's like I said, I think it is clearly a good movie. Um that the the act the performances are incredible. I just don't see myself ever wanting to watch this again there were That's valid. there were also some scenes that like i couldn't i wanted to walk out and like i wanted to take a minute and look away from like when he's eating i find that mm. so uncomfortable i think that that's mainly my own problem i got some i got some mental shit so so i like i i i don't want to watch like people like binge eating and stuff like that like that really like makes me feel uncomfortable um, but yeah, it's like I said, it's clearly good, but I just can't like ever picture myself seeing this again. It's one of those movies where you like you'll want to see the performance, and so if you see the Oscars highlights, you'll see the performance, you'll see the big bits. I feel like you kind of get what the movie's about from that. I don't think you need to spend your money on this one. So it's not a recommendation. <laughs> Always a recommendation not to watch it. <laughs> well, it's it's just like letting you know our thoughts, you know. It, it, okay. A recommendation. It's a recommendation to, a to. It's a recommendation to indulge in the performance, but not the movie. Yeah, okay. for sure, for sure. Wow, you guys are would be really great politicians. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> right. I pride myself on being a shitty person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that will do it for this week. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have liked the episode, uh, please give us like a five-star rating or whatever it is on your platform. Uh, it really does help us out. Next week, what was the plan? Are we? Going I think to... Shazam is next. Is it Shazam next week? Is it? Fuck. I think so. I guess I gotta watch. Is it? Wait, should we quickly look Shazam. before we before it we? Does, it does come out on Friday. Oh shit! Then it is. Oh damn. damn. Okay, so yeah, Shazam is next week. We'll, we'll, we'll see how much we have to talk about that one. Um, I already have words to say on it because they did a TV spot revealing a character that's in the movie yes. uh, that Joe has not seen. Yeah, I've not seen it. Somehow, um, not seen somehow it. that's incredible from you, Joe. I don't know how you. Um, it, I, uh, it really infuriates me because I think it's from the end of the movie. It looks like it's from the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, no. I um, hate trailers, man, so much. <laughs> They're good for transporting um, materials for, like, buildings, though. Oh, shut up, Joe. Joe, just tell the people where they can find you. Where can the people find you, Joe? They can find me in Greenland currently on a a mission to save uh, the uh, Arctic monkeys. Uh, Not the band, actual monkeys that are, like, um, Arctic. No. Um, They can find me... I'm going to read out your Twitter handle in a second. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking get to it! Uh, No, you can find me on Twitter at Cook11Joseph. Uh, where I talk and other stuff. Um, you can mm-hmm. also find me on YouTube at Revel Hoovian, where I post videos mainly about Doctor Who, all that good stuff. 
And then you can also find me on Instagram at uh, JoeCook underscore Digital Artist, where I post a load of my arty uh, shenanigans. Uh, yes, that's where you can find me, if you wish to do so. Fantastic. What about you guys? Hamish. Shoot. Well, so I have just started um, an, an, another Instagram. Another one? Another one? Um, another one. I have a art page at Scars Art and Toaster. Um, Scars Art and Toaster. Uh, for those who don't know, my handle on Discord is Scar and Their Toaster, so you get the idea. Um, I do vaguely amateur art there, um, though I got commissioned for three hundred dollars, but for some reason to draw a picture of someone's dog, and it turned out to be a scam. Um, but they they really wanted me to draw a picture of the dog. They actually asked me if I could do it anyway. Um. <laughs> Oh, this was a moment. It's like, oh, switch, switching teams. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Beaten Hamish, where I talk about things and like Joe's old tweets. Um, if you like, if, if you God damn like it. to interact with me on Twitter, feel free to shoot me a DM or just at me. I have nothing to do with my life. Xander, where can the people find you? You can just find me on the um, official Filming in Pod Instagram and the Facebook page um, where you can just comment on anything we post out. Um, that, that includes the posters that Joe lovingly makes. Um, uh-huh. So go and check those out. And yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys next week for Shazam! 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 Three of the gods. I will, I will do that so many times next week. You have no idea. Um, okay. Right, well, we look forward to seeing you guys next week and um, stay frosty. You stay classy, Ooh, stay San moist. Diego. <laughs> right. See, See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Shazam! Zoo.